Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of The Right Conversations. Today, we are having a conversation about sexual confidence outside of the bedroom. And I'm really excited to talk about this because I, I think that this may go in a direction that you're not expecting from the title. And I'm I'm excited to see where this naturally goes. So our guest today to talk about this very important topic is Miss Brittany Lowe. Hello. Welcome to the show, my dear. Hello, Rachel. Thank you so much for having me. I've been so excited to have this conversation with you. Same, same. So before we get into our topic at hand, uh, who are you? What do you do? What lights you up? Perfect. Well, hi, guys. My name is Brittany Lowe. I'm the founder of Bea, which is a skincare meets sexual wellness company. And our whole approach to elevate the sexual wellness category was providing premium vegan skincare products that address concerns such as sweats, odors, body blemishes, et cetera, that affect our confidence in the bedroom and beyond. Love, love. So what made you want to start this? So it's funny. So I actually have a, a, a different company called Butini that I started right out of college. And I always wanted to go into beauty products. Since the second grade, I wrote it in my journal. But when I was graduating, I didn't really know where the white space was. So I was like, you know what, if I can't understand the white space, let me like work with women in person and through those conversations, hopefully I'll gain insights to one day build product. And so Butini ended up being like a hair and makeup um, concierge for weddings and events. And what was interesting is like these women would come in um, before their big day, sit in our makeup chair for like two hours. And instead of them asking about like what blush color we use or what we've on their lips, they'd come in and be like, listen, like I have these like blemishes on my breasts and like, I can't get rid of them. I'm a low cut dress or like, I sweat really easily. Is this going to hold like I'm a little self-conscious? Um, or like I smell when I sweat and I'm going to be hugging all these people. Plus, can we talk about my wedding night? Like, what do you do? Like, what does that transition even look like? And so I thought like those like concerns, they were almost like embarrassing to share them with us. And so I thought that was interesting. And at that point I was in my twenties, like dating in New York, sing New York city as uh, sorry, cut, please. Um, at that time I was in my twenties, I was navigating dating in New York city and just trying to like understand society's taboos around intimacy, sex relationships. When is it too soon to go home with someone? Like how many dates do you have to go on? And so it got to a point where I was like, you know what? Like, instead of listening to what I should do, I'm going to listen to my body and do what feels right to me. <clears throat> and that experience was so empowering. And it just gave me like this newfound like confidence with my body, with myself, and like really getting the pleasure that I never got before. And so between those two experiences, that's what led me to Bea, knowing that like, yeah, I'd be meeting someone at the bar but I'd be like, shit, I was dancing all night. I stink. And now I'm focusing on me, my smell versus like sex. That's an issue. Or like, why are these little things like, yeah, the partner not, might not worry, but like, mm. I, it matters to me. And is that okay to worry about? And so that's all these things kind of led me into like me creating Bea and products that help us feel like confident in our own skin, um, starting in the bedroom, but also beyond there too. 
I love that so much. And I, I, two of your products I use like really consistently, which is the, the hydrating and setting spray. Um, and then also the wipes. Yay. That makes me so happy. Yeah. I love them so much. So I'm, I'm curious in terms of what you have found through both the, the makeup and beauty business piece, and then also the beauty slash sexual wellness piece. Where have you found the Venn diagram overlap between sexual confidence in and out of the bedroom? So what's interesting is like almost eight out of 10 women say that their number one insecurity in the bedroom is body image, right? And so, and what's fascinating to me is when you ask partners like, oh, do you look at body blemishes or do you care about like the scents and odors of your partner? Oftentimes they're like, we don't really care. We're here to have sex, right? But it's really about how the how you feel in the bedroom, right? So like that's what I thought was fascinating is that we know that orgasm is so mental, right? It's not just a physical experience. And so by taking away your mental headspace, by you worrying about if your partner can smell you or can feel that bump on your butt, like that doesn't really affect them, but it really affects you. And if you're now constantly just thinking about that, you're not going to let loose and like really, really get that, oh, that we all want and strive for. And so I think that's something that I found was really interesting is it's not about anyone else. It's not about a partner. It's really about you and it's, and how you feel about your skin, your body, which ultimately correlates to your confidence. That's so It's so interesting and so true that like the things that we notice and that we're so concerned about the people who we're with are like, what are you talking about? They're like, wait, you had a what? Yeah. (laughs) And meanwhile, we're like lights down. Like, do you have a blindfold you can wear? (laughs) Or like, you know, perfume over there. Like, you know, we like make these crazy stories in our head. And especially like when you think about it, like when you're, when you're getting intimate, you have zero clothes on ultimately, usually, right? Like you are in your most vulnerable state. And so when you do struggle with that body confidence or any of these like intimate concerns, mm-hmm. that's when it's at its peak. And so that's why like starting in the bedroom and really saying bedroom and beyond really resonated with me. And that's why like we really thought about that with Bea is because like when else are you like that vulnerable, like really showing your body and trying to find that confidence, maybe on the beach. Ultimately, I think this is like the number one environment. So what have you found in your, your work with all of this, that people's feedback is around having a product like a wipe, right? Like how, how have you seen this impact people's confidence? Well, so it's interesting because I created the wipes because I like I said, to go out. And even now with my, my boyfriend, like, and we still go out and I've been with him for years, but I still get very self-conscious if I stink. And it's, again, I know it's in my head. And so like, I ultimately made those wipes to like remove any odors from head to toe without having any kind of perfumes or fragrances or ingredients that would offset my pH. Um, and I wanted it gentle enough knowing that I have sensitive skin and want to use it in intimate areas. But what I found was there's so many customers that are using this pre and post sex for similar use. 
But we've also had women write in and be like, listen, like I'm breastfeeding. I smell like rancid milk. Like I mm -hmm. use this on my boobs and I thankfully feel like a new person because I can't hop in the shower with a newborn. Or we had someone write in and be like, listen, I'm going through IVF right now. And like the sonogram gel like gets on my clothes. Yeah, I have to run back to the office. I love using them in this way. And so that's where, or like when people are traveling, they're like, oh my gosh, I'm running from meeting to meeting and I get acne mm. on my back if I don't quickly like wipe off any kind of sweat that sits on my body. So that's what I think is most interesting is that like here we're creating products based on women's needs specifically. But what I think is so beautiful is putting out a product that we've really been very thoughtful about, but allowing and hearing how people are using it in a way that we never even thought of. I love that. How, how do you use them? So wipes, so those, I would say like, I travel a lot for Bea. And so generally I am like full on changing in my Ubers, like off the airports, <laughs> et cetera. And I also get crazy back me and acne on my butt. If I am like sweating the very least, like I know it's going to turn into a blemish that lasts on my body for a month. And so I'll always use those when traveling and in the, in the go. But I'd say mostly I'd use, I also use them before sex as well, because again, like I, scent, like I stink, I am a stinky person and I'm the first person, person to admit that. And so again, like, I just want to feel like pump confident in myself and knowing yeah. that there is like a insecurity of mine or something that I am aware of. I love to just like freshen up. And the last piece is like, you know, when I'm going to different like networking events, like sometimes I'll get nervous and naturally I sweat. And so I love putting these in one of my work bags. And so whenever I'm feeling a little nervous, I can just pop in the bathroom, use one. And then there's just like this newfound confidence of, again, instead of focusing on if that person you're speaking to can smell you, you can just be confident, like focus on the conversation. Um, so I think that that's a cool part is like, all the products that we have are multi-purpose. And so you're always finding new ways that you can integrate them in your routine, whether it's like for sex or for your everyday routine. You've That's probably figured awesome. this out by yourself by now, but if you own a vulva, did you know that there is a three in five chance that having penetrative sex doesn't result in an orgasm? Enter Zumio. <laughs> Zumio is a one-of-a-kind toy with the sole purpose of providing a unique, stimulating experience. And guess what? It doesn't even vibrate. It rotates with a concentrated pinpoint energy that allows you to control how and where you use it. There are four different models specifically designed for your personal intensity preferences. And Zumio is great for vulva mapping and exploring the rest of your body, whether that is solo or with a partner. Check out www.myzumio.com slash Rachel, that's R-A-C-H-E-L, for a special discount for the Right Conversations listeners and take control of your orgasms today. Okay, so <laughs> how do you define sexual confidence? I would say that sexual confidence to me is that we all have different features that we might like about each other or like about ourselves, or it's how you feel sexy, how you feel confident. And I think that when you 
when you really achieve a level of sensual or sexual confidence, you can look at yourself in the mirror naked. And it doesn't mean you have to be like, wow, you look perfect, right? Like that is not, that has nothing to do with sexual confidence. But if you can walk into that bedroom and strut yourself, maybe it is in like underwear, maybe you're naked, whatever it might be, and you feel like sexy, you're like, oh, I'm ready to go. To me, that is sexual confidence. It's really a feeling more than it is physical. So how do you know when you're feeling sexually confident? Mm. I think that when I am excited to walk in the bedroom and you're, I'm ready to like communicate exactly what I want in that moment and can have the lights on, people in other rooms of the house or whatever it might be. And I'm like so excited to get like to to give pleasure, receive pleasure to me, like that is like my central confidence. Um, and sometimes you like take a peek at the mirror. Like I love when I can like take a peek at the mirror or just whatever. And you're like, Oh wow, you go girl. Like that's when I'm like, okay, Brittany, you got it. <laughs> I love that. So what would you say has helped cultivate that for you? So I think that it's, like I would be the first one to say that like it's okay not to feel sexually confident all the time, right? Like I think ha having this, you know, I think already society gives us so many visuals on what like the perfect body is, what confidence looks like, what beautiful, like what does pretty even mean, right? Like we're 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 sh this is shoved down our throats from the time that we're very very young, and so to rewire. I think is a true process. And that's something that I'm still working on and probably always will. Um, I think that for me, the first part is just like rewiring because very quickly, especially in women, we're very quick to be like, Ooh, I don't like X or oh, I wish I could change Y. And so instead of focusing on all the holes that you might see, it's first being like, what do you like about yourself? Like pushing yourself to say three things it's like, wow, like I love how like, my skin tone is right now. It's, mm. it's a beautiful olive color or, uh, wow, my thighs look super strong. Like I've been really like working to be nice and fit this year. And like, you can see the muscle bulge or whatever it might be. It, it doesn't have to be physical or it could be like, wow, I feel so happy. Right. And so for me, the first piece of that comp, like rewiring the mindset to go from these negative connotations that really feed into society's expectations on what beautiful and what confidence means to shifting to being like, what do you like about yourself? And like, let's focus on that. Um, other pieces I think are important is like feeling relaxed and, and uncomfortable in the environment that you are wanting to be intimate in, whether it's with yourself or with a partner, right? So I know that like, sometimes the workday can be very overwhelming or very stressful. Like, so I know like for me, like a a hot cup of tea helps me like decompress. Maybe it's, maybe it's wine, maybe it's like whatever it might be, like not to use it as a vice, but like, how do you wind down? Is it yoga? Maybe you're working out after, how do you feel relaxed? Um, and how do you feel comfortable? And like, what gets you like sets that tone for you? For me, I love candles. Like there's something so like beautiful and like calming about candles. Um, and so that's something that I'll do to like help set the mood for myself. Um, other ideas could be like watching maybe like a favorite movie with a fun, like 
sex scene or a love story or something that gets you excited to recreate your own version of that. Um, again, like porn does a lot of injustice on terms of like, what does sex actually look like? But there's also yeah. a lot of great um, content that you can also engage with. And a lot of times it's not about like verbatim what's going on in those scenes, but it's like evoking those emotions, right? Invoking those feelings that get you excited to like do something similar and like get in that mood. Um, and like another piece could be like foreplay, right? So like, I know a lot of times, like I am very in my head, I overthink a ton. And so I find whether my partner gives me a massage or if I'm do like, or if we're making out like any source of like foreplay really helps ease into the main act. So by the time you are about to like, whether it is intercourse or whatever that like main event looks like to you, you're already like loosened up. You're already feeling comfortable and you're already feeling confident because it was like this slow and steady lead up. Um, and I find that a lot of times like our women customers, like they do need that lead up. Like they do need to yeah. ease it where especially like heterosexual men can maybe just jump right into it and like not have that barrier. But again, like for Bea, we really focus on women and like the sexual confidence for them. And so learning and trying different things out, I think is, you know, like there's not a one, one size fits all. Like what works for me might not work for you, but trying out these different things should be exciting. And again, rewiring that mindset to be positive and be like, Oh, I want to try out this movie. Oh, I want to try out this massage versus like, yeah. oh, like I feel so insecure. What do I have to do to get there? Right. It, it's not, it's really about like the process and not about the destination. So have fun with it. Enjoy it. And, um, that's what, like, that's why intimacy and sex and just like our sexual health and well being is so amazing because like, opportunities and um, things that you can do to learn about yourself are truly endless. You know, it's really interesting because part of what I'm hearing you say, and, and please correct me if this is off, is that sometimes confidence is inside out and sometimes it's outside in and other times it's a combination of both. Yes. And that's a really good um, point that you bring up because, for example, like I know even during the pandemic, the days that I got ready and I put like some a little bit of makeup on or curled my hair, I was like, I could, I was just excited to take on the day. And again, that doesn't mean for everyone, but sometimes if you get that, a cool, colorful new coat or a pair of shoes that you're like, Ooh, these make me feel confident. That's really that outward facing in. And that's always been my approach with beauty. It's like, it's not like you need makeup to cover up your features, but it's like, if you can have a beautiful red lip that really accentuates your lips or something that makes you feel special, that little piece in your routine is going to resonate from outside in. And like you were also saying, sometimes it's like un being in touch with your feelings and like resetting your mindset to see it from more of a positive outlook or trying things where it's like, ah, oh, I feel really good. And so when I feel happy, I'm, I can look at myself or wear a different dress and it doesn't matter, but I feel confident because it's stemming from the inside. Like, I don't think you can just have physical confidence, right? Like it really is a two way street. Like ultimately yeah. I do think it comes from inside you, 
But if, if you can wear or do something that makes you feel physically confident, so then you feel the confidence within, then by all means, I think that's a win. I love that. I love that. For you, what have some of the hurdles been on your journey to feeling sexually confident? I would say that when starting Bea, it really came from sharing these like intimate, embarrassing concerns, like almost these insecurities of like sweats and odors and body blemishes and whatever that I knew really did impact like my sexual confidence. So like, it's funny because finding my confidence really stemmed from like honing in on my insecurities, right? And like understanding solutions, whether it's like our wipes or our mitt, like whatever it might be to, to finding that confidence. Um, but I'd say when I started Bea, which is really like, like I said, it's a skincare brand that's like focused in the sexual wellness category. It wasn't like I, like I've always been like a very sensual person. Like I've always loved sex. Like I've always just been like very in touch with my body. Um, and I've always been pretty vocal on communicating my needs and my desires and my wants, but becoming more of like this founder in this space where people expect you to be like confident all the time. And part of our branding is like me taking more like sensual photos for our newsletters and our branding and like showing more skin. Like that to me was like, okay, I'm not trying to be this like full, like, you know, I'm not, I'm still pretty subtle. Like, I'm not going to be like, guys, guess what I did with my boyfriend last? Like, I'm not, um, very vulgar in how I speak about intimacy and sex. And a lot of times when I was looking at other sex brands and like how they position themselves, they're super raunchy. They're very Mm -hmm. in your face and it felt so inauthentic to who I am. And Mm so it took, for example, like, you know, you have some brands where they'll have women in thongs and it's like right in your face and it's like neon colored. And it's like, it makes me feel uncomfortable to be honest. And so as which is valid, like, I, sorry, not to interrupt you. I just want to like, I so appreciate you saying that because I do think that there are plenty of people out there to which that does resonate. And like, that's wonderful. We need variety of brands so that we, someone can find something that they resonate. And so I really deeply appreciate you saying that like, it didn't resonate for you. Cause I think a lot of people have that experience and are afraid to say something. And then also, if you're hearing this and you're like, but it does resonate with me, like what's wrong with me? Like nothing's wrong with you. It's the same, like, it's the same thing just on the inverse, right? Like it's so thank you for that. No. And I, that's a really good takeaway that you just highlighted because again, like when we think about like beauty and like what like media has portrayed as beauty, it's like, you can put it in a box and like, that's what beauty is. Yet we look around us and there's so much beauty that does not look like that. Yep. And so when I was building Bea, when I looked at the existing brand, they had one version of what like sexual wellness and branding, like intimacy could look like. And that's great, but it was only one. And there's a lot more people that it just doesn't resonate with and myself included. And so when I had a free I guess like rediscover my sexual confidence to a new level was like, okay, I know I want to start this sex brand, but how do I do it in a way that's authentic to me? Is it? And so that comes from like 
are a photographer and how they shoot it in more of like an elevated editorial way, right? It can still be of my butt, but it's just done in a way where I feel comfortable. Or like when we yeah. we have a weekly newsletter and we educate people and it's more of like a woman's health versus like something that's, you know, like super um vulgar and that's fine too but like I just know that how I resonate with sex and intimacy is a little bit more toned down a little more subtle and taking more of like this educated elevated approach and so that took time because I couldn't see that necessarily and so that's where I've had to like be like okay I don't have to post naked in order to be a sex founder I can do it in this way and feel so much happier and more confident um doing it in my own way Oh, bless (laughs) it's, and that's such a good, uh, framework for sexuality in general, like feeling comfortable doing it in your own way. Like imagine if more of us in the world, regardless of your gender felt empowered to do things in your own way and not feel shame not feel guilt. Of course, we're talking about consensual or with self, of of course. Um, but not feeling that, you know, and, and I think that specifically with sex, like because of the mixed messages that we get in our society of like, everything is sex, but also don't be sexual and like also be really sexual, but like, that's also shameful. And like this, like ping pong uh, around sex that we experience is really confusing. And like, is it supposed to be this like soft sensual thing? Is it supposed to be the yellow highlighter thong like Baywatch that like, and it's it, the answer is like all of it. And exactly what you were saying with the branding and resonating, like certain kinks are going to resonate with certain people, certain types of sex, certain people, certain lights on lights off lingerie, no lingerie, like penetrative sex, not penetrative sex, anal sex, no anal sex, like all of these things. And we try to be like, but what's normal. Right. And like, I think that Bea is such a great example and you, and you talking about even just in like the branding of a sexual wellness company, there's Mm -hmm. no normal. There's what works for you and what you resonate with. And the funny part is like when I start having conversation about sex or intimacy with people who like are not comfortable breaching this conversation is that we have to remember we all got to this earth through people having sex so like why is it so taboo and mm-hmm. what i think very interesting is i used to say like no one talks about politics religion or sex well now we're starting to talk to them so like now let's dive deeper into sex because i do think that when we're taught about sex maybe it's sex ed maybe you didn't even have it and like what like, i even remember like I, I read a stat last week where it's like only 12% of all sex ed even talked about same sex couples and same sex. Like there's so much misinformation or lack of information. And then when you think about it as adult, where are you getting your education from? Maybe from your gynecologist that you see once a year, maybe you go to a sex therapist and like you actively seek like some education. But other than that, like we're, we're, given this visual and these messages of like what sex is, but it's really hard to connect the dots when we don't have that education or we're trying to, to make our education based on what we know. And like when we don't share or talk about it in conversations, you're only going to know so much. And so that's where like my bigger vision is like, how do we like, and that's the thing is like, how could we 
how can we make talking about sex so normal where like we don't need to be talking about it over cocktails we could be talking about it 8 a.m over coffee and so like you're saying is like sex to everyone like even like the number of times people have sex right people want to know what's normal what should we do here like how do we do this like should i want anal should i not like what toys (laughs) are you using there's there's so much normal but it's like it's also because it's so overwhelming because information in different pockets of the the category but it's not like it it's translated to the average person um all that frequently in our entire life so i think there's so much work to do but but because of people like you and having these conversations I just hope that more people can find out what's their normal and what they're excited about and assuming that they're comfortable in doing that to go with that. Oh, well, if that's not a way to just put a bow on this, I don't know what is. <laughs> I'm so appreciative of your time, Brittany, and I will link everything in in the show notes of where people can find Bea and also your other company that I literally just learned about today. I'm so excited about. Um, I'm like, next time I need hair and makeup exactly. or something. Like, Please give us a call. Yeah. How did I not know this before? <laughs> We're so, it's so funny. Like it's so hard sometimes to remember to talk about our own stuff. And like you and I have had so many conversations <laughs> and like, I didn't even know this. It's just such a good reminder to like both of us. And frankly, anybody who's listening to this, like talk about your shit, you know, like talk about your shit, put yourself out there. True. And like, no, no boundaries. Talk about what you're passionate about, whether that's beauty, whether it's weddings, whether it's sex, because the more that we're vulnerable and share with each other, the more ways or like platforms for people to like connect with you on. So yeah. Yeah. Should have definitely brought that up earlier. <laughs> hey, no, no shoulds, no regrets here. Just like, you know, use us as an example <laughs> to remind you. Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. For anyone listening who doesn't know how to access show notes or is driving, uh, where can they find you on social media? You can find Bea on Instagram and TikTok at Bea Beauty. So it's B-E-I-A, beauty. And then you can also reach out to me. I'm Brittany, B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y dot L-O on Instagram and TikTok. Perfect. Thank you so much, my dear. And I hope to see you very soon in real life. Yes, please. Thank you so much, Rachel. 